0: Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Fran. She's actually my mom, so we usually don't watch the same shows.
1: Because we don't even like the same shows. Okay, calm down.
0: We're going to give it a try.
1: Well, let's see how it goes. Anyway, let's Let's watch watch TV. TV. I hope you don't pick
0: anything weird. Mom, just
1: roll with it.
0: Chrisley knows best. Yes. Wow. Okay. (laughs) This is a good.
1: (laughs) My favorite one of my faves.
0: I feel like you're just going to turn into this old woman in a nursing home (laughs) who has 15 shows that she watches. You betcha.
1: This One of which is
0: Chrisley Knows Best.
1: Makes me laugh. And there's nothing better than a show that makes you laugh because it's just so funny. It makes me
0: laugh. It makes, well, the parts of it. Okay. The thing that makes me laugh about Chrisley Knows Best is how I Started watching it. Did I ever tell you how I started getting no. into the show? No. Okay. Oh, first of all, by the way, you guys, this episode is dedicated to Patty Robinson on Patreon. Hi, she suggested the show. The way we pick our shows, Patreon fans let us know what to pick, and we do a show based off of whatever you want. So join us over at Patreon. You could submit whatever show you want us to watch. Yeah. Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. We'll see you there. Anyway, thanks, Patty. Thanks, Patty. Love,
1: love your thought.
0: Okay. So I was on tour. It was probably like at the beginning of the tour and Jeff, for those of you who don't know my tour manager, we were just getting into the groove of getting into a different hotel every other day. And we would just have a cocktail at the end of the night. And I'd always go to his room and he'd be watching USA. And it was this show, Chris Lee Knows Best. And I was like, what is this? Because I typically don't watch shows like just about one person in their life. You don't. What's the word for that? Even like a Kardashian show or reality a TV
1: shows you don't watch.
0: It's like reality about like a person's life. I don't know, but I started watching this and I was like, "This is hysterical. These people are wild."
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So it's about a rich Southern family.
1: Yeah, he was a, a real estate mogul. You oh. know, supposed mm-hmm. to be a millionaire, or whatever. And he and his family lived in Georgia and they were they he flaunted his wealth as a this real estate person and i don't know how they got picked up on the show but his personality alone is something that you don't ignore you know it's really hilarious so
0: so it's a dad a mom mm-hmm. they're th- four okay they're okay he's the got kid five situation, kids situation
1: he's got five kids
0: two of which he's estranged from
1: yes right now yes earlier episodes they were on and three are with his current wife, Julie, who I love, Julie. So
0: the ones he's estranged from are from somebody else?
1: Yes, his first marriage when they were teenagers. Mm-hmm.
0: Were they were teenagers? He was
1: kind of like, yeah, like 18, 19 and got How I do got you pregnant. know
0: all this? Because
1: I remember I've been watching the show for a while and then you start reading up about, you know, reading this stuff. And yeah, so uh, the first two are a little strange right now. They were on the show at the beginning in two thousand. It started in two thousand fourteen. Oh wow! This is the eighth season, and he has three kids with Julie: Savannah, Chase,
0: and the young one. <laughs> yeah, they
1: just went Grayson.
0: Grayson. And yeah. And then
1: my fave, Nanny Fay,
0: the grandmother.
1: Todd's mother is my favorite. She is hilarious. Absolutely. Okay, so hilarious. That-
0: we just watched the season finale of, I'm get what was this up? Season eight?
1: Season eight. Mm-hmm.
0: Season eight episode finale. It started with Nanny. What's her name? Nanny Faye. Nanny Faye. Mm-hmm. Nanny Faye is inside the house, sitting in a recliner chair tra- <laughs> in a, Pineapple dress drinking the biggest margarita. This woman is like she loves her 88. She's in her 87.
1: She turned 77 this year. Mm -hmm.
0: 77. And she is just living her best life.
1: She is. She had, you know, she looked like she was laying in Hawaii in the middle of her living room. She was hilarious.
0: But then did you hear what she told the, the, she's talking to her grandson and her son's son. Yeah. And she's talking about
1: the banana hammock. (laughs) (laughs) Banana hammock. And chase it he goes, What the hell? Nanny Faye, what the hell's a banana hammock and her dad goes? And Todd goes, You know,
0: your banana. And then covers she said, your banana. And then she goes, peel it back. Peel it. She, and, she, she, but she was she was talking about she wanted to go on vacation so she could see cabana boys in their banana hammocks. I was right. like,
1: Nanny. That is, says, that is gonna
0: be you. That is gonna be you. He goes,
1: you. you are a dirty old girl.
0: You are gonna be just like that. I, me? I mean, I can see you sitting around at the euchre table talking a bunch of shit with your girlfriends oh, about. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, actually, Chase and Nanny are tight as thieves. Yeah, they are. And they, they call each other
0: constantly getting into some trouble. They
1: are, and they call themselves their their uh, they're their ride or die. You're my ride or die, Nanny, and she'll say you're my ride or die because he gets all kinds of trouble with her. It's really cute.
0: And she, like, keeps the secrets and stuff. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. There is a whole lot of Southern going on in this show. They, it's like, That's it so is funny. Southern. The uh-huh. things that they do, the things that they say. But it's, like, high societal Southern.
1: Major. They moved from Georgia to Nashville to be closer to Savannah when she started to go to college. They live in a mansion, you know.
0: Huge mash home.
1: Beautiful home. They have a beautiful other home somewhere in in Tennessee, but they're Southern, and they have their their backwoods kind of stuff sometimes. But um, not like the Beverly Hillbillies with backwoods kind of stuff. They do some, sometimes some things that Nanny Face says. Oh my God, it's hilarious. Yeah,
0: but they're not like parking big wheel trucks in the backyard. No, and shit. no, no, no,
1: no. They're not doing that. He's you know, and and Todd is very what is the word? What is the word when the men take care of themselves and they're like.
0: Metrosexual. Metrosexual. Yeah. He's
1: a real, I mean, he does everything, Botox and all of it, you know. He
0: is very egotistical.
1: Very much so. Very much so. But it makes it funny because Julie puts him right in his place in a very quiet Southern Belle kind of way. She puts him (laughs) right in his place.
0: It's very much a life that we have never lived. It's like this Southern, I don't understand it. But what is so interesting to me is the way that they all interact in this like Southern backtalk sort of way. And I'm (laughs) like, I don't get it. So then what what happened? Chase messed up with his girlfriend somehow? Yeah, he's
1: got, she was just introduced this season that he used to be a playboy, you know, running all over and Todd kept telling him his pecker's going to fall off, you know. But Emmy is new to the season near the end of the season. They introduced her because it's his new serious girlfriend whom they love. And mm-hmm. so they've now put her into the show and he got in some trouble with her because he does not communicate typical men. And he said, women should come with a manual.
0: He did. I couldn't believe he said
1: that. And the sister said a man wouldn't even read it. <laughs> they <come laughs> with the manual. They wouldn't read it anyway. So he was having trouble. And here's the one thing I want to ask you. He was having trouble communicating with her, which made her mad and he didn't know how to not make her mad. So he, just, he stopped. She kept calling him and calling him. And he wouldn't answer the phone. Because he, did, he wanted her to cool down first before answering phone. That is the first way to piss a woman off even more if you don't answer her phone
0: calls. Now, listen to me, though. His whole thing is he kept saying that she said that he stood him up. Did you hear him Yeah, right. He said that at the beginning,
1: that- which he didn't think he was standing her up.
0: I don't think that's standing up.
1: No, that's what he said.
0: (laughs) Do you think it is? No, I didn't think it was. Yeah, to me, standing up is like you schedule a date and you just don't show up. No,
1: there was some misunderstanding there. But Todd said, oh, you got to learn. You got to learn, you know. But yeah, he did. And he said that. um, And the other thing he can't do, and I thought this was interesting, Joe, is to ask you the question. He said, I can't say I'm sorry. I just can't do it. It's not what I can do. I thought, oh, there's some people like that. Who
0: are you talking about?
1: Not anybody in particular, but that's true. And somebody's like, I used to have that problem. I could never say I'm sorry to dad. He said, I he could say he was sorry to me all the time. And I would, it would get stuck in my throat. Ooh. That was bad. I was a nasty little bitch. But anyway, um, <laughs> I learned to say I'm sorry. He taught me how to say I'm sorry when I'm sorry. Cause it's, it's hurt. That's, that's swallowing a lot. But you see when Nanny Faye was, is so loving to that dog, Miley.
0: Oh, my God, she took the dog to the vet. She thought it was gonna die because it had <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> She's upset. And then did you see when the dog came out? It is the size of my hand. It's a
1: miniature. Todd's been wanting to kill that dog since the day she got it. Kill? Oh, he hates it. Yes. Oh, oh, okay. I, I love her. I love that she pisses all over my house, he says.
0: <laughs> didn't didn't you have a dog that did that?
1: I did. Dad hated and that dog. That dog came before dad.
0: And didn't and I could not, dad shoot it?
1: It was a, no, <laughs> it was a loss of opso. Uh-huh, little, you couldn't tell his
0: asshole from his face. <laughs> That's
1: what your cousin Mark said. You <laughs> couldn't find his face from his butt. <laughs> where's his, where's face? his face, Uncle Ron? He's looking at his butt. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so dad hated that dog. And that dog hated dad. Oh, my God. But, um, yeah, he, he, I could not get that dog from stop peeing in the house. Uh, it drove me nuts drove me nuts. They're stubborn. The little dogs are stubborn in hell. So anyway, that's that's Todd's big thing.
0: I could never have a little dog. I don't think
1: they are. Well, anybody who has one, they're beautiful. They're wonderful. But some of those breeds are very stubborn, you know? So I could never, so that I
0: could never, I, so the dog comes out and she, put it in a bassinet and gave it its own little party <laughs> yeah. in the kitchen of the house. She lit balloons and like all this stuff. I was like, this is, this woman is People off her rocker.
1: People were th- uh, cards and balloons.
0: Did you see the episode where her, um, she went to her granddaughter and she's like, I want a new look. Take yes. me to go get a new look. And they tried on a bunch of colorful wigs. Like there were all these wigs with bangs and like, <laughs> uh, Oh my God. She loved it. She's like, this is my new look. And it was like,
1: Oh, it's the, one. the funniest one of this whole entire season is this is the one where Todd thought it was a joke all of his life that she said she was she was going to sell him as a baby and found out from her sister, Frances, who's this old debilitated <laughs> woman, oh, he calls no. her up. Todd calls her up, Frances. Was my mother gonna sell me? I thought it was a joke. She goes, Oh yeah, she was gonna sell you because Todd found a letter or something. So next scene, so Todd was How can yes.
0: you sell a baby? I, that's what he was
1: saying. <laughs> would you sell a baby? And this Francis was a little demented. Yeah, you know, yeah, she was gonna sell it. And he goes, Francis, you would never sell and Francis, you would never sell your babies. And she goes, Nobody wanted them. <laughs> 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 so the next thing you see is todd is in fa- nanny Faye's closet everything he ever gave her he comes out in a fur coat purses hats everything and the, he's taking and, all of that and these moving men are taking out her furniture he goes i am li- taking everything i ever gave you like you were gonna give me up to somebody finally he realized yep this woman kept bugging her co- for her beautiful baby she's very wealthy and she said, Name your price. And she goes, I named a price that I knew she could never reach to get her off my back. And then she stopped bugging me. She goes, I would uh, never, she goes, I would uh, never sell. Mom, would you, e- I would never sell you. She goes, A person
0: never. literally, do you think that's true? Yeah. That sounds like a bunch of, oh, yeah. Horror. That sounds like a bunch of Southern hogwash. No,
1: that it, it was hilarious, though. That is, you've got to watch that one. It's it, that,
0: it's sounds like Southern hogwash.
1: Yeah, so, and then when they, he puts his debilitated <laughs> aunt <laughs>
0: we Francis Remember you know, when we went to visit Aunt Ginger in Nashville, and the woman and the cashier was just, like, chatting it up with you, and you go, why the hell is she talking to me so much? Well, yeah,
1: she was so like, <laughs> how are you? Good morning. How's are you?" And I'm checking out, and I'm looking at Aunt Ginger, and she's looking at me like, shut your mouth. Just shut your mouth. Because you can see, like, so we walked away. I go, what the hell? Businesses of hers asking me all those questions. She goes, they happen to be nice down here. <laughs> I go, well, I think she was rather nosy myself. <laughs> ginger, ginger was so pissed. she was so afraid I was going to say something.
0: I, was, I try to assimilate when I'm down there. So I just sweet. have the hardest time. I'm like, they, it is so sweet too. But the way that southern people. Like, ask you and talk about things yeah. in, like, such a roundabout way because <laughs> to them it's so polite. I'm over here, like, hit me with the shit. <laughs> Come up to me, say your flies down, you look like an asshole. Like, just, <laughs> no. no.
1: Well,
0: and you know, think you may need to go heart. to the rest?
1: Bless your heart. Bless your heart. They're saying too, you, are a dumbass. Bless now, your
0: you Now, you know, they have a bless your heart saying in Utah. I didn't know this. Did you know that? No. They... Say, oh, she's such a sweet spirit. Is that true? Yeah, that's how they say in Utah. I did a, I did a show up there, and they said, "Sweet." Here we say, "Sweet spirit." Sweet oh, that's spirit. cute. Uh, is but it? Really, it's you're... the same. It's the same backhanded <laughs> bullshit.
1: It's like they're really dumb. But
0: do you know what we say in Detroit? Oh. Fuck you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we say, we're not quite like you know, but. Yeah, it, so we, the, we the, the, the people in the South and Nashville and Tennessee, all over the South, are wonderful, kind. The pace is beautiful. I wish. like you're back
0: And Ginger said bit. she would
1: never move back to Michigan again. She
0: would never. She would never she move never back She would never move back Michigan. here again.
1: What are you, girl? You're from Michigan. What's your problem? But anyway, Southern, love it. Yeah. So anyway, the other thing is, it was so funny because Todd said, Mommy, is there nothing you won't stick your nose in? Nanny goes, Nope. I thought, boy, <laughs> would Joey relate somewhere with PM?
0: That is so funny. But should we talk about what the next thing that happened in the show was? Whatever you want. He's got his estranged older son, his uh, oldest son, yeah. and who was a drug addict that right. he now, this is the problem that I had with the show. A strange son addicted to drugs. He cut him out of the family, but when he was doing all that communication to get him back in the family, to like they they reunited after what three and a half years of no talking? Right. The music in the background of the show was too like chipper. I'm like, this isn't fun. This isn't funny. Like, this is a serious you know, funny, family I didn't moment.
1: You're the background music.
0: Well, that's because you're pushing 70 over there.
1: No, I mean I wasn't paying attention to that. I, you know, he was. Kyle was in the show at the beginning and he really did put the family through a lot of hell. And Todd had to do some, that tough love that he had a hard time with and finally had to cut him away in order for him to go get clean. So it seems like with him coming back, Todd laid out the line, man. He laid out the law on how this is going to work. Miss you. I love you, but it's not going to work. And they must be bringing him back into like season number nine, I'll bet.
0: Yeah. I mean, he had to do that. Oh, for you sure. You didn't have a choice to do that. For so, sure. But that is that's wild. That's yeah. wild. But I did think the music was too like happy. It was too happy for that moment. I,
1: yeah, I listened to that conversation. So yeah. So he. So the older son Kyle is going to be coming back to the show. It seems like.
0: Um. Yep. Well, that's going to be interesting. Does I wonder if he get paid to be on these reality shows. Yeah, Obviously, you get paid. So does yeah. he get paid now?
1: They all get paid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're. that's a...
0: I do. Do you think the show's scripted?
1: Yes. The, I think, I think it's scripted, but I think some of it they show is unscripted just because they start showing some of the things, the, sh- the things that they're saying that are funny, they leave in. Because you can see the way Todd looks at Nanny Face sometimes and he starts dying laughing. Yeah. Because the way she actually pronounced something so different than what she was supposed to say and things like that. So yeah, it definitely is scripted. Definitely.
0: And that, especially when they're in the confessionals, I'm like, oh, they're, this is a little scripty whipty.
1: Yeah. So it is, but it's still hilarious. I don't know if you get the same commercials as me because I thought I you. So. it says the commercial was a family event. Malika, the lion queen.
0: Oh, my God. Narrated by Angela Bassett. Yeah, I did see this one.
1: It's coming out. Yeah.
0: Okay, so what is it? It's like a nature doc. We are on an ADD tangent and I'm so OK with it. Yeah. It's, it's a, a nature documentary about a baby lion and how it grows up. It seems like it. And Angela Bassett is the voice. The,
1: the, yeah, the voice of the narrator or something, because it's not like a cartoon.
0: It's not, no, it's a real lion.
1: Right, so that looks really cute. I thought, oh, Joey's going to love that one. Ron will too. Ron. <laughs> I will yeah,
0: love to watch that. Yeah, I will love watch that. that stuff. So, so somebody wonder- get on Patreon and suggest it. Now I'm watching this show, I'm going to be talking all Southern forever. Southern for the rest and everything
1: else. So, oh, the other thing I wanted to say is, did you get a good look at Julie, the mom?
0: Uh, I mean, I didn't feel like I didn't. Okay. Where are you going with this? If
1: you get a good look of Emmy, the new girlfriend, she looks exactly like Julie.
0: Oh, you think so? I didn't think so. Oh my
1: God. If he couldn't have picked another girl, a different girlfriend to look like his mom.
0: Oh, she looks
1: more like Julie's daughter than Julie's daughter Savannah looks like her.
0: Wow. Savannah's had some
1: work done, but.
0: Savannah? Okay, Savannah went to top golf in this episode, too, looking yep. like she was Miranda Prisley from The Devil Wears Prada. She, I couldn't believe it. She was in heels playing golf. I'm like, okay, girl. All right. <laughs> you go for Love it. your life. And Emmy was dressed
1: in her jeans and are just kind of casual. She wasn't
0: in jeans and she wasn't casual. I thought, too, that Emmy was very southern belle to 2021 southern belle she had tiny tennis
1: shoes on really cute tennis shoes not you
0: know. but she had this like it was mom i guarantee i think you're seeing shit you're making your own shit up in no. your head. if we go back and watch it she was not wearing tennis shoes you she you will she,
1: improve you wrong you know, improve. you know i will improve you gonna do wrong it.
0: <laughs> this do you have this really interesting habit of starting to believe your own bullshit
1: oh wait Oh, 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 okay, Joe. We'll see. I swear in to fact, God. In fact, I'll tape it so I can show it to you.
0: I'll tape it anyway, and show you. She was all done up. She was all done up.
1: Savannah was all done up. Not the Emmy, the girlfriend.
0: Emmy walked in looking like Southern, okay. Southern Belle. All right. We'll see. Go into the, fans to the say. ball, the Bale ball. We'll ask the
1: fans to take a look at that. Section.
0: We don't gotta ask the fans. That's already been on USA. We know. Okay.
1: I'll go back and look at it, but I love proving you wrong. No problem.
0: Oh, you are ch- you are testing me. You're testing me, lady. You are testing me.
1: <laughs> so, want me to give you the dirt now?
0: I do want the dirt.
1: Okay. So, because you don't know the show, um, back in 2018, 19, Julie and Todd were put up on charges <gasps> of tax evasion. And fraud charges. Oh my God, what? Yep, tax evasion fraud charges in the state of Georgia. I think that's another one of the reasons why they went to Nashville. Um, But yeah, they had tax evasion charges. They had a slew of them for both the federal and the state level of Georgia, over 2 million in past due taxes, claiming Todd and Julie had not filed their taxes in years. And actually they were accused in, in the court with twelve different counts of conspiracy and bank fraud, and which they could uh, get almost thirty years for. But oh couple, my God! Yeah, but the couple maintains their innocence, and he they asked the fan to hang fans to hang in there because uh, Todd Crisley is suing them because suing he who? said it's wrong. He's suing who? He's suing the state of Georgia. I mean, oh my God! Yeah. you can
0: just to sue a whole He's suing. state.
1: They have a podcast. Julie and Todd have a podcast, and he was talking about it one time about how they were set up.
0: Set up by who? The state of Georgia?
1: Mm-hmm. And the secretary of state um, and all this kind of stuff. And they, he felt that they were set up. So there was, a uh, last year I was listening to some podcast about and how he's going after them. So
0: so wait, so he thinks that the state set him up for what purpose? Like what would be the I, purpose?
1: I, I don't know. I really don't know the details on that, but people can read it for themselves. They can go find it, read it for themselves, but they're still have these charges against them. So um, I haven't had a recent update, but that's been going on and behind the scenes of the Chrisley's That's the dark.
0: Have they been to court
1: Yeah, I believe they have. I don't know what the outcome of that has been. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh my God. Okay. Because it was
1: October of 2020, the last thing I read about it. So they maintain their innocence. So I don't know what the, the most recent thing is, but that is sort of the controversy with uh, the Chrisley's.
0: That is immediately my question goes to, why would he say that they were set
1: up? Well, because I don't know. It's, it's in like, the detail. It's in the, the detail state, of
0: the issue. It's like, what are they going to get out of them? Maybe, maybe a million dollars, like in the grand scheme of state taxes, a million dollars is actually not that much.
1: No, I don't, I don't know all those details. I don't know all well, those details. God,
0: you didn't come to the table prepared, Mom. Well, you, you, didn't come to that. you should have done your research before because you knew I was going to drill you with these questions. Now that people got to do it themselves, me,
1: you give me the signal. So I made it very short and sweet. And all of a sudden you want to hear the whole story in the details. I gave you the highlights.
0: You I gave me I gave you the
1: highlights.
0: Do you know why he thinks he's be framed?
1: I had, I did not dig into that right now. All saying, <laughs>
0: Do you know how you can't say sorry? And all of a sudden this became my no, last fault. Last
1: year I heard him talk about it on his uh, radio show, his podcast. It, it, and, you, were, <laughs> you just <laughs> called his podcast
0: radio <laughs> his radio show.
1: <laughs> Shows my age. And I don't know. I don't remember hearing the whole reason why. Because he's been, he was talking about it for uh, several of the podcasts and I, never caught it from the beginning. So there's something going on there. And, you know, supposedly he's $5 million in debt when he claimed bankruptcy.
0: Wait, he had to claim bankruptcy?
1: At the beginning, at 214, when the show was, when he was picked up in his family, he was $5 million in debt.
0: So wait, that's when they started the show, when he was in debt? hmm And had all this life of luxury? Yep. But was in debt?
1: Right. Because he claimed bankruptcy. Hmm?
0: There are too many unanswered questions. We'll go in and
1: read it for yourself. I'm about to
0: fall down a Todd Chrisley rabbit hole. That's
1: what you're going to do.
0: Seriously. Okay. But here's my other question too. Yeah. Um, Tax fraud scares the hell out of me because taxes are confusing, especially when you work in entertainment. I I guess they'd probably be confusing for real estate too, but taxes are confusing when you're in entertainment and you got all this money coming in from all these different places. You got to claim taxes on all this different stuff. Right. I always whenever I'm doing my taxes, I'm always like, did I do them enough to prove that if they try to get me for tax fraud, it's really just because I'm an idiot, not because I'm trying <laughs> to smuggle money. Yeah,
1: hopefully you've got somebody doing it for you. I could I did it one time and screwed it up so bad. I had to take it to a tax lawyer. To fix I
0: always it. have somebody do it for me. But then also you're putting your trust in somebody else's hands. I'd rather mm-hmm. do it as a dumbass that I am to, and then have them and then be like, actually, I'm just not that wise in taxes. Like I just did it wrong rather than being like, oh yeah, I paid this person to do it. Would, that seems even more fishy. Tax you fraud smart. is scary in you,
1: you know, You know, you got to know your people who work for you. You just don't hand over your stuff.
0: That's also where we differ because if I left it up to you, you would be like, hey, your cousin from <laughs> Pittsburgh who you haven't, ever actually even met. They're a tax attorney. So you should definitely talk to them about this. I'm, I'm like, a, like,
1: you don't know. Like What's no. that movie with the Joe Pesci and he's the lawyer for his cousin, that
0: is my cousin Vinny. Literally, oh, that's
1: exactly. He didn't know Vinny. The mother, he was the cousin of the cousin. You
0: always. I remember one time you were like, <laughs> I was like trying to figure out some tax stuff. Or it was when I was starting my business. Yeah. And you were like, talk to our neighbor. She's a CPA, and I was yeah, like, yeah, know,
1: wonderful. Know. She would never. So I did. Agree. So I
0: talked to her, and she's like, Uh, you don't need to talk to a CPA. PA. You need to well, talk to this. I was like, well, this is how my mother works. Oh, <laughs> and I got this great person. She lives right next to me. We know her. We trust her. I can see her every day.
1: Well, would like, you not trust Miss Dawn? I would totally trust Miss Dawn. you grow up. So, you know, <laughs> at least we could but- <laughs> lead you in the right direction.
0: Speaking of taxes, I should probably go look at mine. <laughs> I think that that's going to be the best way to stay away from tax fraud is to just go ahead and look at mine. Yeah, you
1: wouldn't, I have do, a good. Pile. You wouldn't do good in jail. In jail,
0: I'd do great.
1: <laughs> oh, no, God almighty. Oh, I got to tell you this. This is ADD, but I got to tell you this. Oh, oh,
0: God. Well, now we know where I get it.
1: That damn coyote's back in the backyard. <gasps>
0: no way. How do you know? Is it screeching?
1: couple nights ago we have don't tell me you saw it mom i didn't i heard it heard it in the middle of the night because we have ducks in the water on the pond yeah it's also
0: you guys it's not a pond it is a gigantic puddle it's definitely not a pond
1: no and these ducks and in the about three o'clock in the morning oh that duck went down i couldn't how do you know asleep.
0: how do you know you can <laughs> tell
1: by the screeching and screeching from the and duck the or the coyote and the duck and then it's <laughs>
0: You cannot let the dog out. you got to get a
1: fence. When we take Louie out at at sunset and sunup, we take him, we go out with him. But he smells the air. He smells the air. And when he smells something funky, he comes back in that house. He is not a dumb dog. He's not going to get, that coyote would be full for a month.
0: What do you go out there with just you and the dog and you're in a bathroom? Yeah, look at
1: our yard. Nobody can see us.
0: Mom. You can barely walk. What the hell what? you think you're no, going to you do? No, you
1: not me. I can walk so good. I'm walking about 6,000 uh, steps a day.
0: What do you think you're going to do if a coyote if starts running at I you? If anything take
1: my dog, I'd beat the shit out of it with whatever I had in my hand. That thing would wish it was never near me. I would be, get these, like, superwoman. I'd get these powers in me that would come out like superpowers like if somebody were to hurt you i would, would, would pray that he never touched you wailing oh, on him i'd be best, wailing on him
0: the best part about this is the time when we first saw coyote in the backyard and oh. freaked out we, we, you and i both called Animal control. Right. We we're like, there's a coyote in our backyard, and yeah. they were like, "Yep, ma'am, they're native to this area." We we're like, in our subdivision.
1: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I said to him, "You gotta be shitting me that they're indigenous." <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he "Actually, all the building of the subdivisions is what was in the way of the natural habitat of the coyote."
0: That is really? sad, but also, I'm not trying to have coyotes get my golden retriever. Well,
1: we're supposed to go to Florida next year for a month. And we're taking Louie and I'm freaked out that an alligator's going to eat him.
0: Now that could happen in Florida.
1: Well, I got to figure this out. Are you
0: driving to Florida? How are you planning on getting Louie down there?
1: Yeah, because we're taking Louie because we're going to be gone a month.
0: Oh, you. There is some shit in Florida. He'll get bitten by a poisonous snake.
1: Yeah, I want to drop him off at Aunt Ginger. So I'm going to have to have this conversation with Dad again. sandhill crane could peck the hell out of him. You know what? Florida's got
0: some shit. A shark? I've seen people's dogs get eaten by sharks.
1: Well, where am I going to go get see a shark? You think I'm going in the ocean or whatever?
0: A dock, a beach.
1: Well, you know what? We're gonna have this conversation with Dad when we get to you know Seattle, because I do not want to take that dog.
0: Yeah, I don't think you should.
1: I don't think we should either. I would. Yeah. You know what? Do <laughs> <Would you, laughs> I would be on the back of that alligator. He you would wish have. he never came ashore if he touches no, my you dog. Wouldn't. So anyway, that's the story. That's the updates. I don't get to talk to you. So all the fans gets to hear me have this conversation with you.
0: What a great place to end this podcast. Anyway, if you guys want to become Patreon fans, you're more than welcome to patreon.com slash Joe We appreciate every single person who's on yeah, the Patreon, especially our newest members. We'll our newest members from today and yesterday: Robin Gaylord, Lindsay Hello, McCarran, Robin. Courtney really? Olson, Bailey no. Newsom, and Rihanna. I, love I try to do Rihanna. that like a Stevie uh, Nicks thing with it. Rihanna who was before her, Bailey Newsome.
1: Oh, I like that name. That's a cool name, Bailey That sounds
0: ne- like alcohol. Like ba- It's like a, a Bailey's-based cocktail. Oh, it sounds like a
1: movie star name, celebrity I love name. it,
0: Bailey Newsome. Thank you, everyone, for joining the Patreon. We love y'all. We love Thank all y'all. You. And... The Patreon is how we keep the podcast going. If you guys didn't know that, it's kind of like a little PBS situation. And Patreons are telethons. So because of you, our loyal Patreon followers, we are able to keep the podcast going. You get tons of perks, bonus episodes of both social studies and let's watch TV. So head over to Patreon, patreon.com slash We'll be happy to have you. Well, we did it, Mom. The first new episode of Let's Watch TV dedicated to Patreon member Patty Robinson. Patty, thanks for Thank shouting you. out. Chris knows best. That was Thank fun. You, it was Patty, fun to watch. was
1: fun. This was we a, love this it. Is Let's Watch TV season two.
0: Patreon fans, if you're listening, write us in Patreon. Let us know what we should watch next, and we might have an episode dedicated to you. And we'll see you next time on Let's, Let's Watch, watch TV.
1: TV. Bye, everybody.